Happy New Year, listeners. We just wanted to give you a uh, update podcast where we're going to talk about some of the new things that we're going to be implementing for uh, this year with Silver Screen Guide. We're going to be bringing a lot of new content, uh, a lot of new ideas to the table that we're really excited to uh, present to you. And then we're really excited to actually do them this year. I think this is going to be a really great year for Silver Screen Guide. We're really hoping to... Um, really get it out there a lot more, gain a lot more followers so we can engage with more people about the movies that we love and the movies that you all love too. So how this podcast is going to go, we're just going to talk about the things that we're going to implement this year and then we're going to uh, give you a sneak peek into the schedule to come and then we're also just going to talk about our most anticipated movies of 2018. So the first thing we want to talk about is we're going to start doing birthday reviews yeah so when it's my birthday and when it's alan's birthday we each get our own pick of whatever movie we want to review i thought that would be a fun idea for us to talk about movies that are personal to us um, in some way and some of our favorite movies so we're actually going to begin with alan's because he just had his birthday and then mine will be coming shortly and we'll talk about those movies in just a sec once we get to the uh, schedule there towards the end yes yeah, so I'm going to keep you in a suspense for just a little bit. Uh, we're also going to keep the reviews fresh and the retrospectives fresh, I should say. So instead of just doing one retrospective straight through, so instead of getting the same movie in a series one after the other, we felt like that might get a little monotonous and maybe get a little stale. So we're going to switch it up a bit. So each month we will be actually involved in multiple retrospectives. But you'll be familiar with it because each week we'll have that movie in the retrospective series for the month. Uh, we will talk about that in just a little bit. So if that was a little confusing, we'll clarify that in just a little bit. But the, some of the retrospectives we are doing are leading up to brand new releases. Um, that's uh, something else we want to do is we're going to be doing more brand new releases for the movies. Also, I'm going to be doing some more YouTube reviews, uh, so that way uh, Silver Screen Guide will have more of a YouTube presence. YouTube is a huge platform, and these reviews will be more of a general uh, mini-review of the discussion that we're going to give on the podcast. I definitely will not be giving any spoilers in that. The podcast always contains spoilers, but these YouTube videos will be spoiler-free, and we hope that will be kind of a nice introduction and a nice generalization of what we're going to talk about. So then you can come, we'll link to the podcast, of course, in the review. So then you can jump to the podcast and those podcasts will be available on YouTube. We're making the podcast available for you on YouTube, on multiple platforms, whichever suits you. So I think that'll be um, a nice connection between the two. Uh, we are also working on a Patreon type system. So you guys can donate. It'll be a small amount of money each month, but it'll give you some bonus content. So if you like what we have to say and you want more, then we're going to have that implemented here fairly soon. Uh, we will also be doing a paid retrospective. That will come uh, later in 2018. This will be the latter half of 2018, maybe around the fall, uh, late fall, early winter, probably. And I'm going to go ahead and tell you now, we're going to do the Godfather retrospective. Uh, we're super excited about that. Those are true classics, just generally loved and appreciated works of cinema. Some of the highest rated movies on IMDb, at least the first two. That will be paid. 
it won't be very expensive, but it will help us keep the lights on and keep Silver Screen Guide going. Right. <laughs> um, we're also I'm something I'm going to be working on is doing some. Uh, I call them page to screen reviews where I talk about the source material, whether that's graphic novel or a book and how is that adapted uh, to the screen? How does the adaption work? Maybe why certain things were changed, left out, added or kept in. So I'm really excited about doing those. That is all for my section. I'm going to turn it over to Alan so he can talk about what uh, some of the new things he's going to bring to Silver Screen Guide this year. Yeah. So uh, one of the things that I've mentioned before in a few podcasts earlier is uh, in-depth movie reviews, like written movie reviews. And I talked about this in a later podcast. I can't remember which one, but I was working on a, a basically with the idea of this in-depth uh, section on the website is to, for us, Corbin and or I, to watch a movie multiple times and really dive deep into what exactly the movie is saying, what it was all in the movie, what works, what doesn't work, uh, things like that. Things that Kind of like a podcast, but more in a written form where we have more freedom when it comes to writing in terms of what we want to say and, and stuff like that. Plus, instead of on a weekly schedule uh, where we pump out one every single week, this is something that will take us a lot more time, something that we will spend a lot more time working on as well. The one that I've been doing is just about a year old because I kind of uh, forgot about it. And then after I actually remembered that I probably should begin working on that again, my view on movies had changed a little bit. So I need to go back and kind of start over. So that's eventually coming out. I don't have a release date for it yet. Um, hopefully it's going to be mid 2018. That's what I'm going to going for right now. So the next portion is we're think Corbin and I have talked about this and definitely we want to do some more video game reviews. We have a couple out there right now. That's about it though. Just a couple. And even though we our primary focus is movies, we do have a niche for video games, which is where we both kind of agree that we want to go to. And that's going to be coming out more often than, than they were before. Now, one thing I'm really excited about is uh, this new idea that Corbett and I had called uh, Silver Screen Guide Look Back or SSG Look Back. And essentially what this consists of is if you've been a follower of us since the beginning, basically, we've done a, quite a number of retrospectives. So our ideas are now being about two-ish years out from the beginning, from this inception, is to kind of look back on some of our oldest retrospectives about a year, maybe a year and a half, probably even two years after we've released them. And don't, we're not going to like watch those movies again, but we're going to like go back and listen to our podcast, what our thoughts were, our movie notes, and kind of get a gauge as to where we are now. What do we remember from it? What are we taking away from it from a year to two, two years outside of when we first re reviewed those movies? And one of the things we really want to sell, to kind of solidify is what exactly is our true rating for this movie? Because the ratings that we give uh, all the movies are on a first time viewing and they're more of an initial thoughts. But now with this, with SSG Look Back, we'll have a bit more of an in-depth thought as to how much we really took away, which in my mind is something that is the most important, which is not only what we thought about the movie in the first place, but how much it impacts us and how much we remember from it later on down the road, like years down the road. So that's something that we're going to start implementing here soon. We're, uh, we kind of talked about either a podcast or written form. It might go either way. We'll let you know the details on that. And one thing that we are also going to be adding on to the podcast here is a new opening and a new closing. We've had the same opening ever since we started the podcast. And so I think it's just about time that we have a refresh and the closing. We haven't ever had a closing, like an official one, 
other than Corbin giving out giving the outro. So eventually we'll get that squared away. We have we have I have somebody who can do that for us. So that's something that we're both these are things that we're all kind of really excited about and hopefully we'll get these out to you soon. Yes, and one final thing for the updates is we are going to slightly be updating our rating system. We are still going to maintain the star rating system, but we felt certain movies required a little something special. Now, these ratings, we're just adding two. I'll let Alan talk a little bit about his idea, but they won't be used very often. We're not going to be silly about using them. They only require them in pretty rare circumstances, I would say. So with my idea, it's we're going to add a zero star, zero out of 10. Certain things I feel could be so undeserving that they would just they don't even deserve one star now like i said that'll be a rare case when we use it but i do feel like it's something deserved that needed to be added my idea is an 11th star so we have a movie that is just so beyond exceptional that we give it an 11 out of 10 now like corbin and i said these two ratings are going to be used very very rarely because we kind of want to keep them in a special category as movies that deserve one or the other of these ratings. Now, of course, with these new ratings, we're not going to be going back and rating our old reviews. We won't be needing to do that at all. But from here forward, we're going to be implementing the 0th and 11th star. Yes. And now we want to move into giving you a look into the schedule that we have. And I am really excited about the schedule for this year. This will lead up to probably the first half of the year and then a couple reviews towards the end. Um, we don't have the finalized version of the much latter months of the year pulled out. We want to see what we can do so far with this. But the first one we're going to do is the Oscar discussions. Uh, we're very excited about that. So we're going to have a pre-Oscar discussion. We're going to talk about the uh, our least favorite to our most favorite of Best Picture nominations and some other categories that kind of go together. Inevitably, some of the people in the Best Picture will be nominated for Best Actor, so we can talk about those. And then we'll do a post-Oscars discussion, what we thought of the ceremony, uh, what we thought of the actual winners. Right. If you've been around since we did our last Oscar discussion, the pre-Oscar discussion where we rate our movie, where we rate the Best Picture nominations from worst to best in our own opinion, that's basically what the pre-Oscar discussion is going to be this time around, too, is uh, what we thought, what we think before the Oscars come out what we think of those Best Picture nominations. Um, so moving into uh, a few of the retrospectives that we're going to do. Now, these few retrospectives are going to be ones that, were, that are leading up to a theatrical release. And the first one that we're, that we're really excited about and the first one that we're going to be starting is the Halloween re- retrospective. Now, we've already done the first Halloween movie. We did that as a Halloween special a couple years ago. So now it's up to us to, uh, we're going to, we're not going to re-review that. We've already reviewed it and we're going to keep going with, starting with number two and we're going to work our way once a month the first week of every month, there will be a release of, an, of a Halloween movie review, and we'll work our way up until the weekend release of Halloween 10, essentially. I think it's the remake now. So, like I said, the first week of every month, there'll be a Halloween retrospective uh, movie review for you guys to listen to. And then next on that list is Jurassic Park. Uh, we're going to be doing that retrospective, and uh, that consists of four movies plus the new theatrical release. So that'll also be once a month, uh, beginning in f- beginning of February, actually, is when the first one was going to be released. So 
One special thing about that Jurassic Park retrospective, we're in talks of having a guest star on. Now, I'll leave uh, who it is in kind of the uh, the shadows right now. But yes, we're going to have a guest star. This will be our very first guest star here on Silver Screen Guide ever. So that'd be kind of fun to see how that kind of conversation goes. I have three voices and three ideas, not just two. And then the next retrospective is the Cloverfield retrospective. Now, there are only three here. That does include the theatrical release. We have Cloverfield and Tin Cloverfield Lane. Those will not be once a month. They'll be one right after the other towards the theatrical release, of course. And then something interesting is that since Corbin is also doing the the Marvel movie retrospective leading up to Avengers Infinity War, him and I will be doing a review of Infinity War the week it comes out. And we've been getting that out for you guys. So that one will be both of us this time around. It won't be just be Corbin who's been doing the mini reviews of all the of all the movies. This time it will be Corbin and I doing the Avengers Avengers Infinity War to kind of wrap up this Marvel Phase Three. Yes, and then for a couple of the standalone movie reviews, we're really excited to do the Nightmare Before Christmas. Yes, we've been talking about this one for oh, actually since the beginning. We've been wanting to work it in somehow. Yes, absolutely. And that will be positioned between Halloween and Christmas. We felt like that was the appropriate time. So expect it to come out around Thanksgiving. Also, two of the theatrical releases that we're going to be doing is Solo, a Star Wars story that will be out uh, probably the beginning of uh, June. And Ready Player One, we are really excited to do that one as well. Yes, and some of the special releases, and Corbin mentioned this earlier in the podcast, there are birthday releases or birthday reviews that we're going to be doing based on Corbin or I's birthday. Now, I already have my movie picked out, uh, being that my birthday actually happened a couple weeks ago, but Corbin's is still in the works. He's still deciding which one he wants to do. Uh, you may have heard of mine if you've heard of some pretty awfully so bad that they're good movies. We're going to be reviewing next week, Birdemic Shock and Terror. I have a funny story for this one. I'll tell it when we do the review. I've seen this movie multiple times. Uh, I'll leave it up to you guys as to what what our opinions are going to be for that. So Corbin's is still being determined. Now, for the Halloween special and the Christmas special, we have those picked out. Uh, we mentioned this in our Halloween special, uh, I believe it was when we did it, when we recorded our last year's Halloween special. Uh, we kind of gave a description as to what the movie is going to be. For 2018, the Halloween special is going to be Poltergeist. Yes, the original. Uh, so that'll be fun. I can't wait for that one. We both have seen it now. And after both of us have seen it, we decided, yes, that is the movie we're going to have to review for the Halloween, for Halloween this year, next year. Now for the Christmas special, we kind of went back and forth between a couple of titles. And I think we ended up settling on Miracle on 34th Street is going to be our Christmas special. Uh, review for this year and that does it for our release date schedule that we're really excited to bring to you guys now we're going to wrap up the podcast with a little fun we're really excited to talk about our most anticipated movies of 2018 now the way i have it broken down is i went through each and every month and i wrote down the movies that i'm interested in and then i highlighted the ones that i definitely want to see and then i condensed it into a top 10. all right well january is normally never good i saw insidious the last key i believe i gave it a six out of ten it's a pretty mild horror movie a lot of the plot elements don't make any sense um it's kind of disappointing. Uh, if you saw the trailer, don't go in expecting that movie because it's a totally different movie. <laughs> they pushed it to January. It wasn't October. 
but it was fine. Uh, the other movies for January, I think The Commuter looks like it could be fun, and 12 Strong. Yeah, and for me, for January, I have... I think, the, yeah, the only one that I have written down for January is a movie called How G Lay, which is actually came out in the last year, apparently, uh, directed by Jim, hmm. uh, I think it's Jain Lu. I think that's how you sell it. And Tate, I'm not entirely sure. What? It's, <laughs> well, I'm interested to hear more about this eventually. Yeah, so I don't know too much about it. It looks like an <laughs> anime. Um, so I'm kind of curious to see what exactly this is all about. So for February, I have Winchester, which I just saw the preview of that before Insidious. And it looks pretty interesting. Uh, Black Panther is in bold. I definitely want to see Black Panther. Hopefully that'll be good. <laughs> Early Man from Ardman, who did the Wallace and Gromit series. Early Man looks really fun. Okay, don't knock me for this. It is Samson. It's being put out by Pure Flix, but it looks pretty good. It looks like a pretty decent PG-13 action movie. Right. Hopefully that's the case. I have no idea. And I also wrote down Annihilation? Question mark. I read something about it, and it piqued my interest, so I thought I'd throw it on there. Right. Yeah, for me in February, I also have Early Man. That one, I've always been a fan of Wallace and Gromit, uh, so I'm kind of kind of excited for that one as well. I basically the same thoughts as you do. Uh, my other one is actually Nostalgia. That one actually sounds pretty interesting to me. I think it's supposed to be more of a documentary, uh, more of an exploratory documentary, but it sounds kind of interesting to me. For March, I have A Wrinkle in Time. I actually had to read the book for a college course about two years ago now great book it looks like the movie will do the book justice looks like they're going to add some stuff so i'm looking forward to that uh finally we are getting a sequel to the strangers after a really long time it's called the strangers pray at night with a title like that i don't know um i enjoyed the first strangers i thought it was a pretty th terrifying isolation thriller believe your thoughts on it alan are not as nice if i remember correctly yeah on the original the strangers uh tomb raider looks like we're gonna get a decent tomb raider film it looks very similar to the video game i did play the first tomb raider video game well the first of the reboot not the very first original one i should specify i just found out about a film called seven days in entebbe now there is a movie called raid on entebbe which i recommend and that is about a group of like Jewish passengers are captured by something or other, so the Israeli special forces have to liberate them. I, I, I want to look more into Seven Days in Entebbe. And then also, I can only imagine about the Christian singer, those of you who have heard those songs. Um, the trailer looked pretty good. Also, Isle of Dogs is coming out, which is a Wes Anderson film. Uh, we will definitely do a Wes Anderson retrospective. We were really talking about that the other day. We'll do that eventually we don't have that on the books quite yet but isle of dogs is uh gonna be animated like claymation like the fantastic mr fox looks really fun right and ready player one to end off the month and we will definitely be seeing that and reviewing that so ready player one super excited for yep. that and isle of dogs and ready player one are bolded okay so for me my first pick is foxtrot which looks pretty interesting my next pick is also Isle of Dogs, just like Corbin and I said. We both really like Wes Anderson. I really want to see Fantastic Mr. Fox. I When it came out, it looked kind of weird. And that's why I, I never went to go see it. But 
now I've heard it's actually really good. So hopefully someday we'll, when we do that retrospective, we'll be able to watch that and it'd be awesome. Um, next is, of course, Ready Player, Ready Player One. We'll also be reviewing that. I'm really excited for that one. My next pick for April is A Quiet Place. It looks really interesting and terrifying. And it's cool because John Krasinski is directing. For those of you who don't know, John Krasinski plays Jim in The Office. That's where he is. That's his claim to fame. Uh, and his wife, Emily Blunt, is in it. So they play husband and wife together, it looks like. Now, the next one on my list was The New Mutants, but that has actually been pushed back about 10 months, I believe. So, yes, uh, they're kind of changing up some stuff with X-Men going on right now. So that looks like a horror movie. It looks pretty cool. Um, don't knock me for this one because, yes, I expect it to be bad, but it looks like some pretty fun, mindless action based off of the video game Rampage. That might be fun one. Um, and, of course, Cloverfield, which is the only one bolded for April, and we are going to see that if it does come out. I really hope it does this time because that time last year it was supposed to come out and I don't know. We haven't seen anything on it so far, but um, fingers crossed. Right. Yeah, that's kind of what happened with Tim Cloverfield Lane is that they didn't really release too much before it was uh, actually put in the theater. So we'll see what this one does. Right now the title for it on IMDb is just Cloverfield Movie. So it used to be the God Particle, actually. Yes, that is that is yeah. I believe that is the working title name. But then they took that down. Yeah. So for me, I have a Quiet Place, the Cloverfield movie. I also that's it. That's it for me for April. All right, May. Of course, we get the summer blockbusters: Avengers: Infinity War, which we are going to see and review. Bolded, they're all bolded in May. Uh, we're getting an untitled Leica project, which I've really liked what they've put out. With Kubo and the Two Strings, Paranorman. I love Paranorman. That's actually become a Halloween October tradition for me to watch that. I believe they did the Box Trolls, which I saw once, which was pretty decent. So I'm excited to see what they've got. And then, of course, Solo, a Star Wars story, which we will also be reviewing. Right. Yeah, the only one for me on this list is the Untitled uh, Lakia Project. Like you said, I'm also a very big fan of everything that they've done, whether that be from Paranorman to Kubo and the Two Strings or Coraline. Oh, those are really great. And I'm really excited to see what else they're going to do. The plot right now on IMDb is under wraps. So I have no, we have no idea what exactly is happening. All right, for June, there's only two movies. Incredibles 2. Incredibly excited for Incredibles 2. It's been a long time. The teaser looks fun. And Jurassic World, The Fallen Kingdom. I heard something the other day. It is going to be a like it's like a horror movie and a thriller and i don't know i think they're changing it up hopefully the trailer looks well it looks like a jurassic park movie i don't know the trailers not got me too excited but i'm expecting some different things we're not used to with that right for me yes i'm also the same with incredibles 2 once again brad bird is coming back and i love the original incredibles so i'm really excited for this one um, to see where else he's going to go with the with with the incredible family or the Par family. Uh, my next pick is I'm not so sure how excited I am for it, but Sicario Two. Uh, I don't know. If we know Soldado. Uh, I don't know if it's going to be good or not. I really liked the original uh, Sicario by Denise Villeneuve, 
So he's not returning for this one, which is already kind of uh, a red flag, maybe. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, It looks interesting. I don't really know what else they can do, but I'm curious to see where they can go with it. But my last pick is actually an interesting one. I don't know how you'll feel about this, Corbin. Uncle Drew is my last pick for June. Reading not only the title, but the description, uh, the plot summary, and then the director's name just makes this movie sound just so off the wall. It makes me kind of interested to see what exactly this is going to, what's what's going to happen because Shaquille O'Neal is also in it as well. It just looks like a crazy movie and it makes me interested to see what exactly is happening here. This may be the resurgence of the wonderful kind of 80s, 90s, even a bit, a bit of the 70s cheese, yeah. cheesy movies coming back. Shaq was in some cheesy movies, so maybe this is what it is. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe not. Uh, for July, I don't have anything bolded. Um, I'm not really too excited about any of these, except maybe The Nun. I'm interested to see what they can do with that. Um, okay, but first is Ant-Man and the Wasp. I think Ant-Man is... You'll hear more of my thoughts on this later, but I thought it was just pretty mediocre. I don't even care. Haven't thought about it at all. So not really too keen about that, but that we should note this is the third MCU movie that is released this year. Black Panther, Avengers, and then Ant-Man and the Wasp. Uh, of course, after that is The Nun, then Mission Impossible 6. Love the Mission Impossible movies, especially the more recent ones are so much fun. Teen Titans go to the movies. I just threw that down there because I was like, okay, I'm interested. Uh, I, I really enjoyed watching the show when I was a kid, so I'll, I'll give it to it. And then we have an untitled DC Comics film. Uh, DC really hasn't won me over yet, except with Wonder Woman, I thought was great. But okay, I'm interested. Yeah. And for me, I actually have a couple here. Uh, Skyscraper actually sounds pretty interesting to me. Um, it doesn't, it has Dwayne Johnson in it. That's really the only name that I can see that's where they've got a title out there. Anyways, moving on from that, Alita Battle Angel. Now, this one is one that people kind of thought looked weird by the, uh, the trailers. I honestly am kind of curious because Robert Rodriguez is a very interesting director to me. In a lot of his movies, he likes to do a lot of his own stuff. There are films that he's done where he's been the director, the DOP, the composer, uh, the sound editor, the mixer. Uh, he's done all sorts of things in his movies where he tries to save on money and do it himself, which is incredibly talented. The end product may not be the best. So we'll see how uh, Alita Bata Alita Battle Angel goes. I'm not entirely sure how that one's going to turn out. August, I have The Predator. Um, I'm a fan of the first. It's pretty cheesy fun. Uh, it's pretty awesome. The other ones, I uh, I haven't seen two. I uh, shut that off. And three is fine. Hopefully they can do something good with this one. Christopher Robin sounds interesting. We've got Ewan McGregor. I love Winnie the Pooh, especially from childhood. And The Happy Time Murders, which is about Muppets and murderers. And it's being done by Brian Henson. So who did most of the Muppet movies. Very interested about The Happy Time Murders. But none of them are bolded. Yeah, for me, I have The Happy Time Murders. Kind of sounds pretty interesting. 
like you said, it's got with it's with Muppets and everything. So I've always been a pretty big fan since I was a kid of those. So I'm kind of see, I'm kind of curious to see where that's going to go. It's not necessarily Muppets at this point, but it is puppets. So we'll see how that goes. Captive State also sounds pretty good to me as well. It's about from Robert Wyatt, and it's got Vera Farmiga and John Goodman in it. So I'm kind of curious to see where that one goes. Also, at the very bottom of the list is A Little Stranger. I don't know too much about it. That's my picks for August. September looks to be probably the worst month, maybe. I didn't really want to write anything down, honestly, but I would be lying if I said I wasn't interested in some of them. I saw a trailer for Smallfoot. It's kind of a reverse take on Bigfoot. That might be fun. Goosebumps Horrorland. I thought that was interesting. They're doing a new second Goosebumps movie. I know Alan and I both didn't care for. Yeah. At least I didn't care for the Goosebumps movie with Jack Black. Um, I believe I gave it like a five out of ten. It was. I guess it was okay. Uh, we're getting a new Robin Hood movie. From the picture, it looks like Jamie Foxx is in it, but maybe that's not him. It's some modern take. I don't know. Maybe it'll be good. And The House with a Clock in Its Walls sounds really interesting. It has some famous people, including Jack Black, but it sounds like a serious movie with some interesting description to it. I guess out of all of them, that would be the one I'm most interested in at the end of the month. But otherwise, none of them are bolded. Yeah. I've only got a, I've got a couple here. Night School, by uh, directed by Malcolm D. Lee, sounds pretty interesting to me. And then Boy Erased, directed by Joel Edgerton? That seems very interesting. So I'm kind of curious to see what that's going to entail. The plot summary kind of makes it come off like a pretty silly movie. It's a biography drama, so we'll, I mean, we'll see how that goes. I don't know if I ever go see it in the theater, but it's kind of interesting that Joel Edgerton is directing. Is that the movie about the gay conversion therapy? Yeah. that Yeah, that sounds strange. Yeah, it Ooh. sounds very strange. October, I'm very excited about October. Venom is coming out, which is going to be rated R, and Tom Hardy sounds really interesting. That's bolded. Uh, First Man is the next Damien Chazelle movie, I guess. Um, it's not bolded, but I'm very interested. The Girl in the Spider's Web, uh, that's really interesting because I've always been wanting a sequel to The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. I own the trilogy, I own all of the books. I own The Girl in the Spider's Web, haven't read it, written by a different author because the other one passed away, but this is apparently who he passed the reins on to. So instead of getting a sequel to the girl with the dragon tattoo, they're skipping books two and three and jumping right to four to reboot it with all new people. So Daniel Craig and Rooney Mara, whoever her name is, won't be in it. And then of course, Halloween. I'm super pumped for that. And we're getting the jungle book, which has been, that was supposed to come out a lot earlier, but it was pushed back. This is not the Disney version. This is with Andy Serkis, Christian Bale, Kate Blanche, I think a lot of famous people. It's all motion captured. I think it might be a little darker than the other one. And those three movies I just mentioned all come out the same weekend. Yeah. So that's going to be a great weekend in October. For me, I think this is my, one of my more anticipated movies is First Man. If you've listened to Corbin and I gush about uh, La La Land, you will know that Damien Chazelle is on his way to being one of my favorite directors because... Of the two movies that have gotten a wide release, Whiplash and La La Land, he knows how to make great film. And that's why I'm really, really excited for First Man, because it's 
a little bit different than what is, uh, other movies are about. They're, these other movies are based on music. This one, it takes a bit of a different turn. He's going for a, a history uh, drama, more of a genre instead of a musical or or a psychological thriller like Whiplash. My second choice is Girl with Girl in the Spider's Web. I actually didn't know this was a part of the uh, Girl with the Dragon Tattoo series, uh, but it looks interesting. It's by the same guy who directed Don't Breathe and the remake to Evil Dead. I have seen both. Uh, Don't Breathe is definitely superior to Evil Dead, but they're both not fantastic, so maybe it'll be good. I'm kind of curious to see where that's going to go. But those are my two picks for um, this month, October. Yes, and we should say that we felt Damien Chazelle's last film, La La Land, should have been Best Picture yes, yes, we last did. year. Moving into November, my picks, well, right off the bat, uh, X-Men Dark Phoenix looks very interesting to me. I'm hoping... It's really good. X-Men Apocalypse was fine. It didn't live up to First Class or um, Days of Futures Past, but hopefully Dark Phoenix can kind of redeem that. And I just put it on here because it sounds like it'll be hopefully a fun Christmassy type Disney movie. Nut the Nutcracker and the Four Realms don't really know anything about it, except they're doing a lot of reshoots on it currently. And it's from the guy, the Captain America director, who is actually directing the reboot to the Chronicles of Narnia, oh. which is, I don't know, it's possible that, I, I don't think it's coming out this December, I think I heard something like it's possible, but it'll most likely be December 2019. Um, reading the book right now, absolutely love it. Uh, the Grinch looks pretty interesting, there's a new animated take on The Grinch. Holmes and Watson sounds really interesting. It's Will Ferrell and John C. Riley as based on the Arthur Conan Doyle Sherlock Holmes series, except it's going to be a comedy. By the way, I just watched the two Robert Downey Jr. Jude Law Sherlock Holmes movies uh, for the first time last weekend. Thought they were great. A lot of fun. Uh, Fantastic Beasts, The Crimes of Grindelwald. Very much looking forward to that. And Ralph Breaks the Internet, Record Ralph 2. Definitely looking forward to that as well. But the two highlighted ones are X-Men and Fantastic Beasts. Yep. For me, mine actually begins all the way down by Windows, uh, towards the bottom of the list there, by Steve McQueen. And at first, I didn't think too much of this until I looked at the director who also did 12 Years a Slave, which I, if I'm not mistaken, won Best Picture uh, a few years ago when it came out. So this one looks pretty interesting to me. Uh, it It's set in contemporary Chicago amidst a time of turmoil. So it sounds pretty interesting. I'm kind of excited to see it. And my next choice is Ralph Breaks the Internet, Wreck-It Ralph 2. I really enjoyed the first Wreck-It Ralph. Maybe this one would be pretty good too. It's by the same guys who directed the first one and Zootopia. And I enjoyed both of those. So we'll, I'm kind of excited to see where that goes. My next one is actually a Robert Zemeckis movie, and I'm a pretty big fan of Robert Zemeckis, uh, that being The Women of Marwin that's coming out pretty late in November, almost December, actually. So that one sounds pretty interesting. I'm usually a pretty big fan of Robert Zemeckis. I'm kind of curious to see where he's going to go with this. Hopefully it's a lot better than his last film, Allied, because uh, Allied was terrible. I gave it a 4 out of 10, yeah. which is really out of character for Zemeckis. So hopefully this film redeems him. Right. December is an interesting month because so far we really have nothing for the beginning of December. Uh, the movies begin about mid-December, 
And my picks are Mortal Engines, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse come out the same weekend. Both of those are bold. Those are the only bold ones for December so far. I have down Aquaman. I'm hopeful about that one. I believe it's being directed by James Wan, and I like mostly anything he does. Um, this next pick, I really don't care about, but I just threw it down because hopefully it'll be good and it hopefully will be interesting. Bumblebee, hopefully this could be a redemption for the Transformers series. And then, of course, Mary Poppins Returns sounds very interesting. Yeah, and for me, the Bumblebee sounds pretty interesting. I'm not It's on my list, but it does sound pretty interesting because it's not directed by Michael Bay, but it is directed by the guy who directed Kubo and the Two Strings. So that makes me a bit more adamant towards it, not like, no, I'm not going to go see it. Um, it's not, I'm not going to be putting it on my list, but it is pretty interesting for me though. Uh, for December, I'm going for mortal engines as well. You and I watched the trailer uh, a while back and we both thought yeah. that it really in- reminded us of Mad Max, uh, in its terms of style. And then my second one is actually Bohemian Rhapsody, which is supposed to be a more of a biography of queen when they had their legendary pro- uh, performance in 1985 which had them really break out that seems kind of interesting to me i wonder what uh they're going to do with that so i also just like last year i talked about my most anticipated months my least anticipated months and uh, this i added a new category the weirdest month so my most anticipated month is october there are four films that i'm really excited about that i definitely want to see which makes me happy because by october i will be graduated from school forever and that means i will have much more time to actually go see these movies and enjoy them and review them i just enjoy my october love october sadly i haven't got to enjoy it too much during college um just a fun time to enjoy fall things and especially some fun scary movies so my most anticipated month is october uh my least anticipated month aside from january is september And this is consistent with last year because I believe August and September of last year was just a drought between summer and, of course, the flood of winter movies. Uh, It was funny because last year, August and September saw two Stephen King releases with The Dark Tower and It. The Dark Tower was fine. It was good, I would say. And I would say It is great. But yeah, September is just going to be a drought. Uh, the weirdest month, honestly, is December because it doesn't make sense. There's like lots of these summer type blockbusters coming out in December and almost no family films except for Mary Poppins Returns. Now, like I said, there's still a lot of stuff left to be announced for December, I think, and I think it's possible some of these could kind of change. Um, it's strange because a lot of the November movies, even though it is close to Christmas, so that does work, it seems like some of those would best be suited for December during the Christmas season to go see. But yeah, Mortal Engines, Spider-Man, Aquaman, Bumblebee definitely seem more like summer blockbusters to me. So seems like a weird time to release them in December. Yeah, for me, I'm going to have to say November is probably my most anticipated month. It's got the movies that a lot of movies that are really interesting and not some that I might even go see if uh, I really felt like it. Ones that I'm not really opposed to seeing. 
I think September is probably my, I think is the weirdest one. It's the one that's got a lot of strange back and forth movies because we have Robin Hood, which is supposed to be a more gritty take on the, on the classic story. But then we've also got Goosebumps and Smallfoot being released really close together. So I don't know. There aren't very many movies in this list that I'm terribly excited to go ever go see. Um, I'm not sure. It seems kind of strange to me. I think July is probably my least anticipated month. There's nothing really here that really screams I need to go see it. So those are my picks. Now, I'm just going to give you a quick countdown of my top 10 most anticipated movies for 2018, like I did last year, and it'll be interesting to see how they compare. I encourage you guys to go listen to our uh Best movies of 2017, and while you're at it, go ahead and listen to the worst. See how they lined up with uh, 2016. So here are my predictions that I believe will be the like they're my most anticipated, but also hopefully the best of 2018. Starting with number ten, Mortal Engines. Number nine, The Girl in the Spider's Web. Number eight, The Jungle Book. Uh, seven, Avengers: Infinity War. Six, Solo: A Star Wars Story. 5. Fantastic Beasts, The Crimes of Grindelwald. 4. Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. 3. Incredibles 2. 2. Ready Player One. And, can you guess, listeners, my most anticipated movie of 2018, my number one movie that I am looking forward to, is the reboot of Halloween. John Carpenter's back. Jamie Lee Curtis is back. We have Nick Castleback once again playing The Shape. John Carpenter might be composing for this movie. It sounds like the perfect reboot, and that's definitely my most anticipated movie for 2018. Yeah. For me, uh, these are kind of no in particular order, but I'll name off a few of the list of the top 10 that I give that are definitely the ones that I'm most excited for. Uh, in, no impar- in no particular order at the moment, I did mention this one earlier, I forgot to, but Hannah looks interesting to me, Isle of Dogs, A Quiet Place, the new Cloverfield movie, the untitled Lakia Project, Incredibles 2, First Man, The Girl in the Spider's Web, Windows, and The Women of Marwin. Of those that I just listed, First Man is definitely number one for me because I'm just a huge, huge fan of Damien Chazelle and I really want to see what he can do with a different genre. And then right after that is probably Isle of Dogs, followed by Incredibles 2, or no, sorry, the the Incredibles 2, and then right after that is the Alikia Project. Everything else under that can kind of go wherever, but those are my most anticipated of the year. Well, listeners, that does it with giving you some updates to look forward to for 2018 and also talking about the most anticipated movies. Like I said, we are going to be bringing you a lot more reviews this year, and I think we're going to give a wide variety. So you all are really going to enjoy this, and we look forward to doing it and discussing and engaging with you. Make sure to subscribe to social media, to the website, everything, so you can make sure to stay up to date. I highly recommend go over to our YouTube channel, Silver Screen Guide, and subscribe because there's going to be a lot of great video content out there. Please go ahead and share them. Give them a like. uh, Let your friends know. Uh, I'm just super excited to be doing a lot more uh, reviews, video reviews, written reviews, podcasts. We're going to be doing a lot more stuff. We want to make Silver Screen Guide a place where you can really come to for movie insights and just to learn 
things about movies you never knew before and uh, hopefully hear some opinions that you enjoy but also where you can engage with us on certain things that maybe you disagree with or maybe we missed we just want to engage because we love doing this we love movies and we know you do too so we want to say thanks for listening to this update podcast and just get ready for a really great 2018 of silver screen guide